Section 17 of Birds, Volume 2, Number 1, July 1897. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Old Abe I'd rather capture Old Abe, said General Sterling Price of the Confederate Army, than a whole brigade. Old Abe was the live war eagle which accompanied the 8th Wisconsin Regiment during the War of the Rebellion. Much of a more or less problematical character has been written about him, but what we regard as authentic we shall present in this article. Old Abe was a fine specimen of the bald eagle, very like the one figured in this number of birds. Various stories are told of his capture, but the most trustworthy account is that Chief Sky, a Chippewa Indian, took him from the nest while in eaglet. The nest was found on a pine tree in the Chippewa country, about three miles from the mouth of the Flambeau, near some rapids in the river. He and another Indian cut the tree down, and amid the menaces of the parent birds, secured two young eagles about the size of prairie hens. One of them died. The other, which lived to become historical, was sold to Daniel McCann for a bushel of corn. McCann carried it to Eau Claire, and presented it to a company then being organized as a part of the eighth wisconsin infantry what more appropriate emblem than the american bald eagle bird could have been thus selected by the patriots who composed this regiment of freemen the golden eagle of which we shall hereafter present a splendid specimen with extended wings was the ensign of the persian monarchs long before it was adopted by the romans and the persians borrowed the symbol from the assyrians in fact, the symbolical use of the eagle is of very remote antiquity. Was the insignia of Egypt, of the Etruscans, was the sacred bird of the Hindus and of the Greeks, who connected him with Zeus, their supreme deity. With the Scandinavians, the eagle is the bird of wisdom. The double-headed eagle was in use among the Byzantine emperors to indicate their claims to the empire of both the east and west. It was adopted in the 14th century by the German emperors, the arms of Prussia were distinguished by the black eagle, and those of Poland by the white. The great Napoleon adopted it as the emblem of imperial France. Old Abe was called by the soldiers the new recruit from Chippewa, and sworn into the service of the United States by encircling his neck with red, white, and blue ribbons, and by placing on his breast a rosette of colors, after which he was carried by the regiment into every engagement in which it participated perched upon a shield in the shape of a heart. A few inches above the shield was a grooved cross-piece for the eagle to rest upon, on either end of which were three arrows. When in line, old Abe was always carried on the left of the color-bearer in the van of the regiment. The color-bearer wore a belt to which was attached a socket for the end of the staff, which was about five feet in length. Thus the eagle was high above the banner's head, in plain sight of the column. A ring of leather was fastened to one of the eagle's legs, to which was connected a strong hemp cord about twenty feet long. Old Abe was the hero of about twenty-five battles and as many skirmishes. Remarkable as it may appear, not one bearer of the flag or of the eagle, always shining marks for the enemy's rifles, was ever shot down. Once or twice Old Abe suffered the loss of a few feathers, but he was never wounded. The great bird enjoyed the excitement of carnage, in battle he flapped his wings, his eyes blazed, and with piercing screams, which arose above the noise of the conflict, seemed to urge the company on to deeds of valor. David McLean, who was the first color-bearer to carry him into battle, said, 
old abe like all old soldiers seemed to dread the sound of musketry but with a roll of artillery he appeared to be in his glory then he screamed spread his wings at every discharge and reveled in the roar and smoke of the big guns a correspondent who watched him closely said that when a battle had fairly begun old abe jumped up and down on the perch with such wild and fearful screams as an eagle alone can utter the louder the battle the fiercer and wilder were his screams old abe varied his voice in accordance with his emotions when surprised he whistled a wild melody of a melancholy softness when hovering over his food he gave a spiteful chuckle when pleased to see an old friend he seemed to say how do you do with a plaintive cooing in battle his scream was wild and commanding a succession of five or six notes with a startling trill that was inspiring to the soldiers strangers could not approach or touch him with safety though members of the regiment who treated him with kindness were cordially recognized by him old abe had his particular friends as well as some whom he regarded as his enemies there were men in the company whom he would not permit to approach him he would fly at and tear them with his beak and talons but he would never fight his bearer he knew his own regiment from every other would always accompany its cheer and ever that of any other regiment old abe more than once escaped but was always lured by food to return he never seemed disposed to depart to the blue empyrean his ancestral home having served three years a portion of the members of company c were mustered out and old abe was presented to the state of wisconsin for many years on occasions of public exercise or review like other illustrious veterans he excited in parade universal and enthusiastic attention he occupied pleasant quarters in the state capitol at madison wisconsin until his death at an advanced age end of section seventeen